You missed those dick pics, huh, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> I'm able to sleep at night. So. <laughs> <laughs> and you just see the person now. Yeah. Not Whenever even. I close my eyes, it's just black, and that <laughs> that's a new enjoyment. <laughs> So you're doing some uh, pretty mundane, uh, you know, bullshit stuff like uh, <laughs> watching TV or you know, scratching your ass or something. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, there's a knock on your door. You're like, what at this very witching hour? Go away, Baton. <laughs> I'm dr- this is in the middle of my 2 a.m. ass scratch. <laughs> Who could it be? You creepily walk towards the door and peer through the window, and it's a ghost. Ooh. A ghost. A ghost at your door. <laughs> Three or just the one? Just just the one, but oh, it was like a good, good, good ghost. Oh, so the person has a stutter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you open the door, and they're like, trick-or-treat, and you're like, oh. Oh. <laughs> it's Halloween. Uh. I thought it was just a normal ass scratching day, but nope. <laughs> oh. It's a special ass scratching day. Well, it must be another episode of High Mystery. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> That's where we are. A podcast where we smoke weed and we talk about mystery. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Robert. I'm Colin. I'm Tristan. And today we will be smoking weed. Uh, I have got some Grizzly Peak. It is a sumo smash which has 22% THC. It's uh, rolled up in a, a high hemp wrap. Um, probably looks, the pineapple paradise. I would say it looks fatter than normal. It's, yeah, it just kind of got away from me, and now it's more like a club. <laughs> I mean, sometimes that's the best thing to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I've got. So. <laughs> and scene. Yes, the end. Well, I've got this... Uh, special little joint that I actually repurposed into blunts. Nice. Uh, it's a Space Coyote uh, CBD sativa infused joint. It's got 93% herb, 7% resin, but it's 100% cosmic. Nice. Oh. Uh, they really advertise on here the high CBD content, and I'm like, that is not a selling point. <laughs> uh, you can just keep that to yourself. Uh, the THC, uh, there's, oh, this is interesting, 104.9 milligrams, it says, uh, 10.49%, and... 10.72% CBD. Right. So they're kind of even, which makes me wonder if I'm going to get high. It just cancels out. Just, I am here. <laughs> yeah, it should be kind of a flat smoke if they're even like that. Right. But maybe it'll just make me really um, comfy. Get to take away any back pain or something? Sure. <laughs> I mean, I thought the THC weed would do that too, but... And normally to see the Cosmic Coyote, you have to like coat your tongue in candle wax and eat a... Mm-hmm. Fiery, Fiery pepper. <laughs> <laughs> the classic Homer method. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Or you have to wander into the desert with no water for two days. Yeah. The king of the hill method. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have uh, a joint here that's been covered in keef. It is the creme. Mm. Um, 
I will no longer be promoting the company that gave me this creme, but I will I will promote the weed and joint manufacturer itself. The weed oh. company is creme uh, genetics, but wh- who I received it from, I will not be promoting anymore. On the podcast, we try not to like sure talk bad things so i will just say the company will not be named anymore <laughs> they their customer service went as far as being like you don't like it find a different company which is not a good customer service in my opinion no, especially sure. for the amount that i promote the company sure um so that's where i am now you guys can say them however you like <laughs> i personally will not until um i don't know maybe the day they I rectify mean, you've, you've already disparaged them on the podcast yeah. uh we're doing yeah. exactly long time listeners would know <laughs> uh, doing exactly what we say not to do i will say though do. that they i didn't say anything bad about no, it i just they, you just you know, said they have bad customer hey, service if they're gonna give, if they're gonna treat <laughs> sure. loyal customers a certain way i feel like people should know what they're getting into that they're getting to the point where they don't, you know, they're a company. They don't care about yeah. the They're people. not giving us money. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Sure, yeah. And uh, we want to be as transparent as we can be with our listeners. And uh, I'm still using them because out of convenience only. Well, same. <laughs> they told me to find another company. I looked. Not so easy. Yeah. So I will like, continue yeah. until I don't have to continue anymore. Exactly. And it will be a thing. So from now on, I'm just talking about the weed. Sure. <laughs> and I mean, you know, we can always edit this out later when they rectify these problems, you know, get better customer service or something. But, or we'll or start paying us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If they start paying us, we will definitely edit all this stuff out. Honestly, like... Pay me, reroute your customers to my phone, and I'll show you what real customer service oh, is yeah. like. I've got five stars <laughs> on Yelp. <laughs> but with that, let's get high. Yes, okay. let's uh, let's touch chips, and uh, you'll be passing that Keefe-covered blunt around to us, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> dis, dis, distancing be damned. I'll just blow it at you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I do look forward to the day where we can just start rotating some of these again. Yeah, mm-hmm. it definitely, uh, it's a nice reprieve when I can hand it off. Mm-hmm. Rob wants to smoke less. You and I are like, no, I want to be able to smoke every blunt. <laughs> exactly, <on the> table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rob's like, it is nice yeah. when I don't have to smoke it constantly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I'm over here. It's <laughs> halfway done. I've inhaled this to my face, and now I'm sitting here like, oh, do I pack a bowl or uh, do I just? Sure. Yeah, it keeps the party going. Sure. Um, and you do teamwork on each blend. Yeah, I, you know, I, I like to. A lot of uh, smoking is, um, you know, giving. A communal. Yeah, it's it's a. It's, I like to give it's a social pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I hear you. you Sharing like to give is caring. Pleasure. I do. Yeah. I yeah. do. I do Who like. To, I'm a people pleaser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you like to get down on your knees and give pleasure. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a people pleaser on my knees or on my feet. Yeah. All right. Regardless of gender, Rob will please anybody who's a people. I please people. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your mantra? For your <laughs> yes. <laughs> my transcendental meditation. People please. People please. People please. Uh, so today I brought in the mystery, and uh, it's uh, the second part 
of a two-part series um, in which we were talking about uh, hauntings in Ohio. I've been there, dude. <laughs> I've been there. All up. It, it. Never been there. Um, I've heard good things. From I've, Colin. Uh, I guess they've got a rock and roll museum out there. I had a really good time. I mean, we were four hours south of the Rock and Roll Museum in Cleveland. Okay. <laughs> so you didn't make it up there? No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, I hate to break it. It's only you. four hours. <laughs> it might actually See, Jimi Hendrix's guitar. <laughs> um, no, yeah, we, uh, we talked about Ohio University in the first one. Sure All did. the different halls. There were so many halls. A lot of halls, lots of buildings, all the different all celebs the, that went there and yes. may have experienced. Uh, literally things. all the celebs that went there. I, Through all time. There was, yeah. <laughs> there was not a very large list of celebrities, unfortunately. I mean, bigger than mine. It was alma a good mater. list. Though. It was a fine list. I was able to get all the celebrities in it. It was a healthy list. Uh, yes. Good for you, Ohio. Yep. <laughs> you may have hauntings and unexplained deaths, but you also got some celebs. Yeah, well, you got MacGyver. They're it. also one of the biggest party schools in the nation. Oh, yeah. Their well, Halloween each year is epic. That's I, interesting. I went yeah. to Chico. Well, I didn't go to Chico. I was going to say, been I, to I was going to say Chico. Yeah. In California, that's like the party school yeah. that is everyone it, knows about is Chico. I had friends who went to Chico, so of course I went and visited them and yes. like partied it up and I think it's just because it's a, definitely a college town like the whole town yeah, sure. is based around well college. I mean we have like Lexington just to point out like how popular Ohio University is in terms of partying we have like UK you know which everybody knows UK because they have an extremely winning basketball team and it's like that the whole town is for UK basically yeah. and uh, Ohio U still like ranks higher than a school that's much larger and has much more like commercial success and stuff like that. So it's a party school. Oh. <laughs> so uh, in this episode, I will be discussing, because I briefly mentioned it, uh, the asylum that was yeah. on the uh, campus and uh, the graveyards that circle the campus. Basically, oh. if you listen to the first episode, part one of this, it's the more interesting stuff. And you're like, why is he not talking about that? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was able to get the celebrities out. Those are the most important people. Uh, um, so, yeah. Yeah, we got a pentagram of cemeteries. Yeah. Got it. And an asylum. Yes, yeah. and an asylum. Where supposedly people were done experiments on and bodies were well, yeah. somewhere. We'll find out. Just to, you know. Let's talk about it right now. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm prepped. Let's uh, talk about Athens Medical Institute, which first opened its doors on January 9th, 1874. It was then called Athens Lunatic Asylum. Oh, the Institute's first patient was a 14-year-old girl with epilepsy thought to be possessed by a demon. That sucks. That right? is rough. Right? I mean, this is 1874. She needed this CBD joint. Right? Yeah. Yeah, just a little CBD joint would have really, you know, she would have been done. Yeah. Been out of Athens and fucking getting straight A's in high school. <laughs> um at the time, epilepsy was considered a major cause of insanity. In the first three years of the hospital, 
31 men and 44 women were all admitted to the hospital for insanity caused by epilepsy. Dang, so it was all epileptics? I mean, that's extra rough. I mean, essentially, you just see somebody that's spazzing and you have no idea what is going on. Or you why. think maybe possessed by a demon, maybe they're yeah. crazy, maybe whatever. And I just picture like shitty hospital lighting that's like flickering and shit, like giving all these people oh, worse yeah. epilepsy. <laughs> You're probably not wrong. Yeah. Well, probably not this time. I mean, 1874, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, candlelight. just flickering of candlelight is enough. <laughs> Um, so women were admitted to the hospital for postpartum depression, hysteria, or for other unnecessary or outright fallacious reasons. Is this the time, Wait, time period? salacious or fallacious? Fallacious. As in they were like fellating a lot of people? I mean, that's what I wrote down. <laughs> I need to look up the word fallacious. I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, I, I would think erroneous is what I was thinking. Maybe oh, I'll change it to erroneous, but fallacious. I put fallacious. Is this F-E-L-A-C-I-O-U-S? Uh, possibly. It uh, wasn't how I spelled it, but... Oh, like, it's a fallacy. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's just not crazy at all. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They were not, lying a bunch, basically. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's just... This, yeah. Sorry. Is this the time period where they were like, oh, you got hysteria. I know what we need to do. We need to use a vibrator on you. It seems about that time, right? It's probably close. I mean, uh, first off, they didn't have vibrators, 1874, but... Sorry, like uh, <laughs> an egg beater, whatever. An egg beater, oh God. <laughs> a hand crank. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, would, I will say that it, it really uh, dovetails perfectly with the next sentence, is that the second leading cause for hospitalization was insanity caused by masturbation. Well, there you go. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. Second leading cause. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, what I'm hearing a lot of is basically these are just like men's excuses to lock women away. I mean, yeah, essentially. <laughs> it's, it's kind of an interesting way to frame it, but that's what sure. I'm hearing. Yeah. <laughs> I caught her masturbating. She's obviously crazy. Right. Right. Because this penis can please any woman. Exactly. Ask any woman on my street. Uh, she's married. <laughs> she doesn't need to do that. She's obviously insane. <laughs> I please her for eight seconds every night. <laughs> yeah, so she gives me a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> and how pleased she looks. <laughs> so many veterans from the Spanish War to the Civil War were admitted for what we know now as post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, uh, the institute was, for many years, complete with fountains and gardens where patients experienced a peaceful atmosphere, but over the years it became overrun with patients and the quality of the institute quickly deteriorated. What kind of time are we talking about? Like, was it overrun in the early 19th century, or was this like when it's they just, closed down all the mental hospitals? It's certainly over time, but um, I will, I think I'll get into a general idea of what the population was like. I've been to this asylum, <laughs> by the way. When I went, oh, okay. they had one section open of it, and it was the section that they were using as their art gallery. Okay. So they had an art exhibit open, 
and most of the facility was closed off to the public. What type of art was it? Like some Debussy's or? <laughs> That's a good question. I can't really remember. I took some pictures while I was there because you were allowed to. But um, the only thing I really remember was there was a Santa Claus, and he was like shirt off and like Ooh, sexy out. Santa. Yeah, with oh, like nice. six like dancing women hi art yeah <laughs> well i mean it was though it was like intentional because it was talking about consumerism and how yeah. objectifying well and like everything behind santa looked very much like i don't know if i'm saying it right but like romantic period mm-hmm. where you have like high renaissance type art where like women are like dancing under the stars or like the way they looked back at like Grecian myths and <laughs> idealized them and stuff. But then Santa is very modern, standing out. Sure. So it's kind of like a joke on classic art, if you will, as yes. opposed to like bargain basement Santa with a bunch of hookers or something. It was. It's, it's a slight tweak that turns something from. You bargain know. basement to art. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah just absolutely. the smallest tweak. My no, point was it was it's it all was subjective. Good. Who's to say? Yeah, you know, well, maybe that bargain, whatever. Is. I don't know art. I well, just know what I like. I'm from Los Angeles, and <laughs> um, I thought it was high art. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, everyone's looking to Colin because he's like the fancy city guy. They're going, uh, uh, "What's he gonna say? Oh, it's high. Yes, mm, oh, oh, yes, yes, oh, yes. yes. <laughs> what the guy with the band bun thing?" Uh, I I interned uh, briefly for an artist, and one of the things that I did was go to this, these art galleries and stuff, and we would talk with other artists. And basically, I was just there for an audience. Uh, so the room would never be empty. Yeah, either. right. So I'm just walking around. I'm talking with <laughs> artists, and I was talking to this guy who has painting up there. And uh, it was just um, like straight bars of color on like a white canvas mm. and so very abstract but there would be like this one red line that would run through each and every one of his paintings and he's like yeah i painted the red line because you know i just thought it looked cool nice <laughs> <laughs> i'm like art <laughs> yeah, that's what it all comes down to. yeah yeah i'm just you know i, I think that like somebody can really Right? Explain the their art to a nauseating level. And then another guy's like, yeah, man, I really like that red line. <laughs> <laughs> or the artist is like, yeah, man, I really like that red line. And an art praiser comes over and it's like, oh, yes, the red line signifies the, All right. well, the, the massacre funny... that society has taken on. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, too, it's really easy to also like artistically justify what that guy did there. It's like, sure. well, yes, I, I know it gets exhausting explaining my art too, so I just say things like that sometimes. <laughs> <as> well. <laughs> sure. sure. We'll never know the true intention of an artist. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's so easy to class it up, if you will, or sure. like, sure. bouge it up. <laughs> uh, so the initial population of the Institute was around 200 pa- patients but quickly rose to over 2,000 patients, Damn. more than three times its capacity. Not good. No. Did, did they like just add on, or did they just leave it how it was? No, I mean, it was just the same number of beds and rooms and whatnot. And they just, they just jammed people into them. Yeah. Was it like because of like an American Horror Story, the asylum season? Y'all know. 
at one point the prisons like nearby closed down and so like some of the overfill from the prison has <laughs> like come in is that like maybe one of the reasons uh they didn't say that it was like for prisoners or anything like that usually what it is is just you get more money for the more patients that you have and so mm-hmm. you know you can just say we got all this these patients we need this much more money and so that's yeah it's like that scam where people adopt like 200 kids or whatever and get like social money yeah they're the millionaires (laughs) (laughs) those 200 kid having people (laughs) (laughs) so patients were put to work on the farm and those unable were often punished with procedures now deemed inhumane such as ice baths and electroshock therapy yeah Basically, asylum. Yeah. While the most unruly patients would undergo a lobotomy, often leading to death or left in a catatonic state. Yikes. Well, yeah. Put in a spike in your brain. Yeah. Take a part of it out. Take a a little bit of part of it out and, you know, just cutting up things, seeing what happens. Jesus. I guess this is a long time ago. (laughs) Sure. And, you know, how else are you going to learn unless you try? Sure. You know, you never know. You might just hack this one little piece off and suddenly it fixes somebody. Wow, I feel great. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for cutting out part of my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Probably the most famous or infamous resident of the asylum is that of Margaret Schilling, who vanished from her ward only to be discovered several weeks later in the abandoned top floor that was once used as the infectious patient's Oh, I thought you were going to say she was found in that, like, cafeteria hall or whatever. Didn't you say, like, some people went into the the attic or whatever and found some lady there? Yeah, found a a person, a ghost at a desk, if you will. That could have been her. That could have been her, yeah. Got you. No, she was just upstairs. Doing her thing, hiding out. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she was found naked on the floor with her clothes neatly folded in a pile next to her body. Oh, oh she was not alive. She was not alive. No, <laughs> several weeks trapped in this attic. Um, yeah, maybe I don't know what the temperatures like, but at that time I'm sure it's cold. So she could have done the hypothermia thing we always talk about. Or- yeah. Sure. I mean, a week without food and water. Yeah, I, I don't know if I have it written in here, but they did say that was probably what happened. Is th- She got locked in there and essentially froze to death. Except she took off and neatly folded her clothes. You're, you think that you're uh, warm in the like final stages of hypothermia, so that's why you like take off your clothes, and that's why sometimes people are found in the snow naked. Mm-hmm. Um, because you just go crazy in those last few moments. Yeah. Yeah, but they're folded neatly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just thinking the other way that somebody killed her up there. Well, um... It's definitely a possibility. Well, that definitely happens with, like, missing persons where they are found, their bodies are sometimes found and their clothes have been removed and neatly folded. That was a big, uh, common fact with a lot of the missing 411. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Is that their clothes are neatly folded yeah. next to them? Yeah, and found, like, hundreds of miles away from the body if the body is ever found. Oh. 
Weird. Huh? Check out episode whatever, 411. Uh, yeah, it's like <laughs> episode 8 or something. That's an early one. Uh, she had somehow been locked inside the ward, and her body was so badly decomposed that a permanent stain of her is still seen on the concrete floor. Yikes. No one was like... Just like pressure wash that or sledgehammer, <laughs> like jackhammer that part out, lay some new cement, whatever. I mean, I don't know. Put in some, uh, you know, uh, God damn it, I can't think of the Just word. paint over the whole thing. Yeah, right. Primer and paint. Yeah, <laughs> mosaic it. <laughs> yeah, do some nice just, tile work. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know when I was there, most like I said, most of the building seems defunct. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't seem like. It just seems like a giant old building that maybe they're like storing old desks in or something. It does not seem. Which to me also explains like all the shitty plumbing and electrical work. Oh yeah, yeah. was there shitty plumbing and electrical? Well, just throughout all the buildings, that's what people attribute like the ghost to, like playing mm. with like the lights or sure, water going on or off. Well. People report seeing her or other darkened figures in the mirrors of the building. Um, the asylum is shrouded in mystery uh, due largely because the public cannot access a majority of the information on patients who were treated and lived at the asylum. Oh. Because redacted because they don't exist because uh well a i assume they keep shit records or b <laughs> it's probably privileged information on who you have admitted to a mental hospital or anything like that but like i'm saying they could get like a court order document to have access if there was enough interest <clears throat> i sure. i think i might mention it later on but yeah there is ways for people to access some type of archive. Mm -hmm. um, those looking for information on patients that resided at the mental institute need only to look to the three nearest cemeteries located at what is now referred to as the Ridges. Ridges. <laughs> Ruffles have ridges. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there are 1,930 people buried at the three cemeteries where 700 women and 959 men lay under headstones marked only with a number. Mm. It doesn't even seem like enough, though. I mean, you said at one point there were 1,200 residents. And there were 2,000 at one point. Oh, you said 2,000. Okay. Yeah. So, shit. I mean, that's not enough people in the ground. Uh, yeah, maybe they were, you know, uh, buried at the other cemeteries oh, or like family the family. Yeah, picked These them are up. only people who didn't have a place to go. Exactly. Okay. They just buried or them. They and could have started incinerating bodies. Yeah, they could have done that. Like, oh, well, that's man, what I was thinking. bodies out there. Let's just start incinerating these. <laughs> that's stuff. what I was thinking is, you know, 2,000 people at one point. This place has over 150 years history yeah. now. Yeah. So, like, it should have more than 2,000 people in the ground, but sure. that makes a lot more sense if I think of it in that context that, like, yes, our brother lives at the asylum, yeah. but that doesn't mean we don't want him to be buried with our family or whatever. Yeah. And you said there was, like, a bunch of surrounding yeah. graveyards, so maybe some of them just got, like, placed further out. Sure. <laughs> it's so spooky. There's surrounding graveyards. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> what graveyard should we meet at? Which one? Top <laughs> square of the pentagram. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go to the topmost point of the pentagram. It's really know. beautiful views of the other. <laughs> really great. You can see all of the cemeteries from the top of the pentagram. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't until 1943 when the state of Ohio began putting names, births, and deaths on the markers of patients who died. Oh, weak. That seems real late. Right? I, I know just like in cemeteries that I've visited, it's way earlier than that. Like you see dates way earlier than 1943. Yeah. I mean, weak. These people have lost their rights, I feel like, in the... Uh, yeah, society. Yeah, back in the day, it was very clear that like if you ended up there, it was like a shameful secret that we just want to forget happened. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. such a shame. Yeah, mental health. And they health just had is... epilepsy. Like fuck. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Fuck. Or like, PTSD. Like, ugh. or they just wanted to masturbate, right? Yeah, I forgot to say, masturbate. Ugh, rough stuff. By the 1980s, the state no longer took care of the cemeteries, which made it easy for people to vandalize them. Natural occurrences also caused damage to hundreds of headstones that became uprooted and broken. It wasn't until the year 2000 when the National Alliance on Mental Illness began working to restore uh, at the asylum to the its original state. Okay. So at least somebody's like trying to figure out who these people were and honor their mm -hmm. existence. Because like, I do think it's important, especially because when you have mental illness, a lot of people forget that they matter or that like that they count or whatever you want to say. Right? Sure. Like they dehumanize them. Yeah, absolutely. Or like they feel dehumanized themselves. Like mm -hmm. they might do it to themselves mm -hmm. because they have this illness. It's like <laughs> when I think about this kind of shit, like, uh, every one of us by modern standards would probably be in this institution. Yeah. I certainly masturbate. Right? <laughs> All you just had to walk in on you one time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, uh, yeah. Just, yeah. We all have mental illness. If you have one, you're, you know, just part of the crown. <laughs> Join us, brother. Yeah. <laughs> so... How about them cemeteries? Yeah, how about yeah. Them? So how we've got a, the main cemeteries. ones. A pentagram plus two, if I remember correctly. <laughs> There's like seven. Several uh, cemeteries that compose a pentagram, um, with maybe even more around that that make up the circle of the pentagram. Okay. Um, but you know, surprise, surprise. Them cemeteries be haunted. Oh. Tim, 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 Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Sims Cemetery makes the top of the pentagram and is considered the most haunted. See? We knew. Uh, we knew. Oh, we said that. <laughs> we said you could see all the other cemeteries yeah. from the top of the pentagram. <laughs> On the top of the pentagram. <laughs> yeah, right. If it was a musical about like Satan, it would have to be way harder than that. Huh? <laughs> I will get to the top. Of the pentagram. Yeah, I'm ready. Um, 
So it is haunted by the former judge and town executioner. Whoa! Guilty! <laughs> Still passing judgment. It's like, God, pass on. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dismissed! <laughs> Uh, his name is John Sims. It's what the cemetery is named after. Okay. Um, and it will not surprise you that John Sims is a real piece of shit. Oh. Yeah. That, yeah. No. Well, you when you're the town executioner, the judge <laughs> and all that kind of I went shit. to a school with a kid named Sims. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Sims, if you're out there, shout out. <laughs> Um, so it is said you can still see rope burns on the hanging tree in the cemetery. And the ghosts of the victims still hanging from the tree. The ghost of Sims is known to yell at visitors to get out. Wow. It just occurred to me that that there's a hanging tree in Nightmare Before Christmas and like how dark that is. Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess I never really thought about it. What? And one of the characters in the town of Halloween is a tree that has nooses with skeletons on the end. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a PG-13. Woof. <laughs> so, Hanning Cemetery. <laughs> just move on. <laughs> Uh, which makes the upper right point of the pentagram is said to have a male spirit shrouded in a dark robe that likes to make eerie sounds and screams at unsuspecting visitors. Classic, right. classic school of scare. Yeah. You know? Keep like, it to the classics. That's, that's <laughs> the basic, you know, jump and roar. Sure. Monsters Inc. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. day one of our real monster school. Yeah, yeah. That's where classic, the ghosts classic. practice. You know, that's that's like elementary school for ghosts. Yeah. I would watch that show. <laughs> elementary school for ghosts. <laughs> yeah, ghost elementary. And you have like boo, you know, type ghosts, but then you'd also have like straight up uh like 2D cutout ghosts from uh Pac-Man. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, yeah. And you'd have the ghosts that are like, you know, old sailors, so that you'd have some that like drip a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. you, you, All classification. Yeah, yeah. I'm the the, you, the yeah. classic Bird white sheets with the old <laughs> yes. <cutouts>. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of options there. And you could have a straight up like non-visible ghost as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like your uh Paranormal activity ghost. Sure, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your standard Move paranormal. Move things around. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sliding things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The jump into your body and uh, you speak through that person now, like uh, Whoopi oh, Goldberg yeah. and Ghost. Yeah. Nice. A possession. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I worked at Halloween Horror Nights, we had to do like a scare academy type thing. Oh, really? That makes sense. And they like taught you like team scares and like different like... What do you mean team scares? Like one person distracts and then like ah, someone else catches them off guard. You're combining your powers like the X-Men. I was a killer clown with a chainsaw and whenever someone like clearly had fear, which, you know, you can, you can see very easily. It was like blood, a drop of blood in the water and the sharks, like there would be like 10 clowns surrounding this person (laughs) with like chainsaws. We had like people 
defecate themselves, pee themselves, oh, Jesus. like turn and run and like knock down like the uh, line separators, like. I mean, they they make no bones about it. They tell you. They like, tell you to, and they also have a thing called scare the chair, which is like if someone comes in in like a wheelchair, not to like go easy on them because for whatever reason, it's like still treat them like everybody else and give them the scare that they came here for. And sure. A good lesson for all of us all the time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. oh yeah i'm trying to think of like the scenario in which i would be scared Uh, i don't know you would not be like doubled down on by anyone no no yeah (laughs) they'd be like you have to go on a ride (laughs) (laughs) go on this roller coaster it's a long fruit no rob Rob comes off the ride so visibly shaken that (laughs) none of the clouds right oh that guy's about to you. <laughs> yeah, at a certain point, you know you have to. Okay, they've been scared. You got yeah, to yeah, yeah. leave them alone. They got their money's worth. Yeah. Let them go with their wet jeans. You would definitely just <laughs> be like a shock scare, like catch you off guard. Yeah, like make a noise in your face or something. Like maybe I feel like that would be the type of scare. Like sure. yeah, it would have to be something that would make me forget the fact that this is not real. And like that's uh, that's a really hard thing to do. Where sure. I'm like deep into the scare, I guess. Or it's like, I mean, the makeup. Did you guys just good. kidnap me? <laughs> or yeah. do you guys work for the place? Am I really kidnapped here? Now I'm actually scared. <laughs> thing, you're not supposed to touch anybody. Sure. Like, you're yeah. Exactly. To keep, like a certain like bubble perimeter. Yeah. Like. Now, have you heard about these things that they're doing where you can't like it's? Yeah, you have to sign like a waiver oh, where they're like, yes. "We will torture you. We will cut you. We will like forget drown what, you." Like, I want to say they call it scare camp or like. Yeah nightmare camp or something similar but it's i think it's a really cool concept in the sense that there is a safe zone so in the middle of it they have on poles a beam of light that makes a circle and if you're in that circle of light you're in the safe zone so if you like need a minute to get away and like be like this is too much or like you can literally just go and stand in the safe zone and watch everybody else of your friends like get scared. I don't know if that's true for all of them because I've well, definitely seen some where they're like, "Yo, once you're in, you're in yeah. until, you say, until you say the code word and then you leave." Okay, and you're yeah. not allowed to tell anybody what happened. To you. I've seen that too. This yeah. is much more friendly. There's like tasks for you to complete okay. as a that's team. That's more of like an escape room experience. Yes. Like okay, yeah. I'm more down with that. Less down with we're gonna do whatever the I fuck know, outside exactly of like what killing you about. and raping you. Yeah, for yes. sure. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to be dragged through dirt for yeah. us. For like I don't a need you to scare. spit on me. Like <laughs> yeah, water no torture me. Like I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think you actually, like, defeat the monsters in this one. That sounds much yeah. more Yeah, if there's an objection <laughs> where you have to, like, uh, complete a task and stuff, kind of like that escape room we went to, where it's like you have to get this thing done. Meanwhile, we're going to try and scare the shit out of you. Yeah. I would totally be on board with something like that yeah. because then I'm like... I, there is no like you know safe space. I gotta really just do this, mm-hmm. you know, Which, in the middle of a dark forest or something. By the way, for our listeners who obviously don't know this, we went on a bachelor party with a bachelor who is persona non grata these days. <laughs> but um, when we went on that trip, we went to an escape room, which was the it will never be topped in my opinion. It was definitely it was pretty escape cool. room does the same thing. Yeah, we're we start out we're looking for just hints and clues. 
And on the two medical tables are two bodies. Like it was a zombie apocalypse setup. And at one point, one of the bodies sat up and he was the active zombie that we had to keep at bay with like rolling wheelchair. Uh, yeah, we had to like yeah. build like <laughs> barriers and <laughs> yeah. and stuff that he would eventually like slip through somehow. He was a slippery little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was a very slippery zombie. Yeah. Uh, and eventually you have to undo the locks. Some yeah. people get bit by the zombie and they have, have to right s- out. You have to sit down to the side for like I think five minutes or no, something. No, I think you're out for the whole thing. He brought somebody I, back in. Yeah, I think. I think they brought somebody back in because somebody got a bloody nose. Right? Oh, that's yeah, right. that's right. From, like, the altitude or something. Yeah, so they replaced them. That's right. It was mad, I think. Anyway. Crazy. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Sure, yeah. And, and you know, not, not, like, legitimately scary, but... It definitely yeah. heightened the like yeah. ego yeah. factor of yeah. for sure. It made the adrenaline of it. Exactly. Pop up. Like, who's sure. gonna wrangle the zombie? Yeah. Other people figure these clues out. <laughs> you don't know this guy. You don't know what he's about to do. He'll sometimes, you know, just turn to you and scream and you're like, oh, okay, I didn't I thought you were dealing with that other guy. The uh, bachelor was about to get bitten by the zombie and Tristan sacrificed himself. <laughs> I did. And got taken by the zombie instead. Were you the one that sat out the entire time? Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't the entire time because it okay. happened like halfway through. Yeah, yeah I was about to say, geez. Someone yeah. else had already gotten bitten and then it was coming after. And so I sacrificed myself. Yeah. 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 Haynes Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Which makes up the circle of the pentagram is said to be haunted by a Civil War veteran who went oh. crazy and murdered his entire Family. Yikes. <laughs> With how? More I, information? Give me the details. Gun, knife, <laughs> hatchet? Uh, sure. <laughs> Another cemetery. <laughs> Just going to glaze over the whole interkaifect that happened. I mean, it's uh, like, like I said, there's so little information that can be verified online right. about gotcha. any of the stuff said here. Gotcha. As, as I had said in the previous part. <laughs> so another cemetery making up the circle of the pentagram is West State Street Cemetery. The cemetery has a large angel statue that was erected in remembrance of the many soldiers that are buried there. Interesting. The statue is often said to cry and can at times appear to move. Well, I mean, I'm glad that he feels tortured if he killed his whole family. No, that was the one before. This oh, is, this is we've a fresh, moved on. This is this is a statue from the Civil War. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that cries. Yeah. It cries. You know, Stick like the a statue. Yeah, it's like a very typical thing to happen to religious statues. <laughs> <laughs> sure. This is just a Civil War statue. This is of an angel. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's an, an angel, angel that is, you know. For the Civil War veterans. Oh. It's in remembrance of the Civil War. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. I, I went to all the cemeteries. Oh, hi. Park. <laughs> so, speaking of cemeteries. We got more. Let's go back to Ohio University. Okay. Briefly, to talk about who may or may not be buried on campus. West Green on Ohio's campus is said to be built on an indigenous people's burial ground. 
The chanting of the natives can sometimes be heard along with water from a river that once flowed by the campus. That's sad. I bet it was so nice before they came and did that. Seriously. Right. Nice little river. Yeah. Indigenous people living a happy life. And the ground went south. <laughs> the ground went south down over the hill. <laughs> you don't want to go back and get kid off that. <laughs> West Green is also haunted by a headless buffalo named Stroud. Stroud? <laughs> That oh, you're, you're a good boy. Oh, you're, you're a good, good boy, Stroud. that's all. <laughs> he was beheaded by soldiers during the Civil War. Oh, I mean, had to eat, I guess, when he was there. It's got to be Stroud. crazy, though, to Stroud. see, like, a buffalo with no head. Yeah, that would be messed up. Yeah. People just spot him out in the cemetery? They just spotted a headless buffalo ghost Weird. just wandering the uh, the grounds. That's the principle of the ghost school. I mean, it would it's be a nice. headless buffalo. <laughs> oh, I would be, I would be, it would be nice if their their school was the buffalo. That could be the headless yeah. buffaloes. Ghost Don't fighting headless buffaloes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's just the ghost uh, school it has the headless buffalo, but the real school is the fighting headbound buffaloes. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I was talking about ghost school. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Our show that we're going to work on. Tra <laughs> trademark, TM. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's all the information. Do we have a picture of said pentagram? Of, of Stroud. Oh, of said pentagram. Uh, I think I put it as our Instagram photo oh. last week. I got to look at that. Or uh, three weeks ago or whenever this that came episode. out. Yeah. Sounds familiar. I feel like I did look at <laughs> uh, I'll see if I can maybe post uh, the angel or sure. maybe Stroud. If there's a if there's a solid Stroud, you know what? If you can draw a solid Stroud, uh, good <laughs> send idea. Send it to us. Care of you. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the building that was the asylum again? Uh, the, uh, why did I turn everything off? <laughs> You're like, done. No one done. Right, that was right, all the yeah. information. No the sure. only time I've done, Athens Medical Institute was the name of the, it was once Athens Lunatic Asylum. Oh. At the Ridges, you Ohioans, is that how, am I saying it right? Uh, Ohioans? Yeah. Ohioans? Ohioans, I guess. Ohioans. Yeah. Ohioanites. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, it's on. It's at the ridges. It's at the ridges. What? Yeah, what the area saying? that this institute is. That's from sits. all the bodies. Yeah, it's what they've now labeled the ridges. Kind of like how we have NoHo West down the street. <laughs> now, as they've refurbished the the area, that's that's the definitely an asylum. asylum. Yeah, and what a what a beautiful asylum you have, mm -hmm. Ohio. <laughs> it's a real top-notch asylum. I mean, it's classic. But yeah, you said they started refurbishment in two thousand. No, so the two years later, the two thousands was when um, they started. Maybe I don't know. Oh, that's right. I listened. It, it wasn't until the year two thousand when the National Alliance on Mental Illness began. To restore the asylum yeah, to its original state. Yes. There you go. Hey. So what yeah. does it look like now? Is that what that picture was? 
I mean, it, maybe wait. it's the inside. They're doing a lot of interior. It looks the same. Okay. I, I yeah. went. It but I'm saying, like, are they fixing the grounds? Like, and if so, they, like, what well, are they doing with them bodies? Are they making new headstones? They are. No, I mean, I don't know if they are necessarily doing it. They're going to turn it into student housing. <laughs> right. <laughs> They've already got an art installation there. They From what I hear, it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> high art. Yeah. High Santa art. They've already got a lot of haunted uh, student dormitories, so they figured one yeah. more is no biggie. <laughs> you got the portal to hell right down the street. <laughs> what else do you need? Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, I, mean, I feel like astral plane. the whole thing would be a portal. If the whole thing is like a pentagram type of situation, the whole thing is a sigil, I feel like that whole area becomes energetic. Ooh. Mm. Energize with the demon energy. That's right, the veil. <laughs> Lesson. <laughs> Welcome to ghost school. <laughs> <laughs> and a mighty boo to you too. <laughs> That's how they greet each other. They boo yeah. each other. Boo to you. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> and then there's the one human character who somehow figured out how to go to that school. Or maybe it's like somebody that's like doesn't necessarily fit in with all the other ghosts, but still makes sense that he's in their realm. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that is, though. Someone uh, in the astral plane, you know? Yeah. Doing like maybe a, it's just... He doesn't know he's like left his body. He's like meditating mm -hmm. somewhere and he forgot. Yeah, because and this time makes no sense in the other dimension. Ghosts don't scare him or anything like I'm that. I'm gonna have to have a think about it when I write this pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Just spitballing ideas. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't like a, I don't like a human at ghost school. Honestly, <laughs> he wears something. the sheet with the holes cut out. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not scared by ghosts. He's scared by like talking to human women mm -hmm. and uh, roller coasters yeah. and stuff. You know, I, I I don't know this guy. <laughs> but I feel like I do. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all the information I have on Ohio. Uh, I mean, I've never been there. Constant first-hand experience. It's true. I did go uh, to the asylum. You know, if you've got information that I've been haunted. Yeah, you know, like if you've got, you know, again, a picture of Stroud. I mean, <laughs> artistic had, rendering yeah. or actual photo. <laughs> I will frame that. I've had experiences that I cannot explain. No, I mean, this is, uh, you know, pre-Halloween. This is my Halloween episode, I guess you would say, because I, I, the next one I do will be in November, I think. Well, maybe next week I'll talk about my personal ghost experiences. Now we can cool. get sure. to the bottom of them, because they also tie into a little mystery about the place that I worked, so. Mm -hmm. What happened to Mariah from Bowling Green, Kentucky? I don't know. Neither do I. Stop asking me. I heard, of, <laughs> I heard a lot of rumors in the restaurant, but nothing definitive. <laughs> That's why I'll be researching it this week. And we'll see if it's good enough for the show. That ghost is a real chatty character. <laughs> By the way, the special's on the menu tonight. Our Halloween encrusted with... Onions. <laughs> <laughs> Onions. Encrusted. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, you, you see these kids trick-or-treating. 
Uh, turns out they're actual real ghosts. Whoa. Yeah, well, you thought twist. this whole mundane thing is bullshit, but it was actually a real ghost. Oh, now kids. they're in your house. Oh. Kids then... don't trick-or-treat at 2 a.m. <laughs> it's not even Halloween at table first. Oh, God. <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it for High Mystery. I'm Robert. I'm Colin. I'm Tristan. Bye. Bye. New episodes every Monday. Want more High Mystery? Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash highmystery for exclusive episodes every Friday. Merchandise can be found at our website at highmystery.com. Stay up to date by following us on Facebook and Instagram at highmystery for fan art, news, and upcoming events. Thanks for listening.